Good morning, lucky girls, and welcome back to the Lucky Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Lexi Prieto, and today's episode is going to be on June gloom. But before we get into what June gloom is, let's go ahead and get our social medias out of the way. So if you want to follow the podcast Instagram, stay up to date on podcast episodes, stay up to date on our Lucky Girl affirmations. I post a lot of really cool things on there and I work really hard on my posts. That's going to be at Lucky Girl Lex. That's L-U-C-K-Y-G-I-R-L. L-E-X. And then if you want to follow my personal Instagram, that's going to be at Lexi G Prieto. That's L-E-X-I-G-P-R-I-E-T-O. And I feel like maybe not a lot of you know this, but I also have a YouTube channel where I post vlogs and um, I'm creating content on there. So that's going to be Lexi G Prieto as well. And then my TikTok is the exact same. So all my handles are the exact same except for the podcast Um, Instagram. But now that we got that out of the way, let's go ahead and kick out of the way our weekly prompts for this episode. I love how I said kick. Like, that was funny to me. But so as always, we start with our weekly recap. So for this week, I had the most fun prioritizing friendships. I am going through a friendship breakup right now which is so hard and I definitely want to do an episode on friendship breakups and like navigating friendships in your early 20s because uh, going through a friendship breakup is so hard and honestly I feel like it hits harder than an actual breakup sometimes but I've been going through that and I was struggling a lot with trying to see what a real friend looks like and the friend group that I have has been so kind to me and they have helped me so much to see what real friends act like and how real friends prioritize your feelings and you know help you grow to be a better person so this entire week I've spent with two of my best girlfriends and we love just lifting each other up and it's such a enriching friendship that we're in and it makes the environment feel so safe to talk about our struggles and talk about the things we're scared about and the things we're excited for and I think the key in that friendship is just being able to talk about our feelings and being able to emote this um these deep talks and I think that it's very very important And that's definitely a key to a strong friendship is being able to talk to each other and being able to validate each other's feelings and also being able to know when you did wrong and know when you did right and, you know, hold yourself accountable for the things you've done in your life. And if you mess up, be able to understand that you messed up. But I also think that going through this friendship breakup has made me realize that I no longer am angry towards people when they do me wrong. I, I'm i so proud of myself for the way I've handled it because I was talking to my friend and I was just telling her, because they, my two friends, they know everything about the situation. Like I was talking to them about it because it's super personal to me and I needed someone that I trust to talk to. And I was talking to her about the breakup and I was just telling her, Honestly, like I harbor no ill will towards the other person. Like I wish her the best. And I do think that if anybody in this life can make a good life for herself, it is that girl. But 
I think our timelines are just saying goodbye for now and that's okay because you meet people at the right time and they leave at the right time so you can't harbor anger or you can't villainize the other person when honestly your timelines are just done being together. So I've been really proud of myself for the growth that I've seen this week and I've also been very happy. I've been doing my routines. I've been doing a morning routine. I wake up at 8 a.m. and I drink my water, make my bed, do yoga, stretch, um, journal, and just get ready for the day. And honestly, that has made me feel so revived and so excited to start my day and start my week. And especially with this podcast, because I'm so passionate about it. And I talk about it all the time. Like if you are in my personal life, you know that this podcast is my baby. I love you guys so much. You have no idea. And I know that this podcast is going to be so beneficial to people. So whenever I do my routines and I'm in the right headspace to start my day, it feels so good. And I get so creative. Yesterday, I did my entire routine and I had like an hour in between eating breakfast and going to the gym. So I just sat here and I legit planned out the next five episodes of the podcast which I'm so proud of and I'm so excited to share them with you because they're all so good and like you're going to love them. But anyways, to make long story short, this week has been so good and I've been so happy. My mental health is so good right now. I will rate this week an 8 out of 10 and I'm just so excited to see what else this week has planned for me. Moving on to the lucky girl obsession. My lucky girl obsession is going to be passionate people, which obviously I talked about it in the weekly recap, but I absolutely adore passionate, emotionally intelligent people because you can have a very good and solid friendship with those people and a relationship with those people. And I love passionate people because I myself am very, very passionate. I think that's one of the gifts that the universe has given to me that I am so grateful for. And honestly, I think that Passion is going to be the key to my success. So when I surround myself with passionate people that have these big dreams and these big goals and are willing to work for it and know what they want and know how they're going to get it, it just lights this fire in me that makes me so excited for my future and so excited for what's to come and so excited for the journey and the work that I have to do to get there. Because honestly, like that's the best part of your journey is getting there. So... I struggled a lot when I was younger with like wanting instant gratification. I wanted something now and I didn't want to wait. And I thought about that in like a career sense and like a life sense too. Like I just wanted things immediately. And now where I'm at in my life with passionate people surrounding me, I don't crave uh, instant gratification. I love the thought of working for something because then it just makes it that much sweeter. It's a fruit of labor and it just makes you know that this, everything that is to come and everything that has happened is because you worked for it and it is all of your energy put into it. So that is why I love passionate people because they remind me of that and I get to watch them grow and be better people and constantly be evolving because they're passionate about what they do and they love the things that they talk about and the life that they're living. So that is my lucky girl obsession. I just 
absolutely adore passionate people with my whole heart. But moving on, we are going to get right into the episode, which is June Gloom, a conversation with our feelings. So if you don't know what June Gloom is, I think actually it's a California term. So if you're not from California, I'm sure you've still heard of it. But I actually looked up the like dictionary definition of it because I didn't want to get it wrong. And it did say it was a California term. And basically, it's just the middle between spring and summer where it's really overcast. It's really gloomy. And it's probably it's like not the best weather. I personally really, really love the weather because it rains a lot then too. And I absolutely adore rain and I feel so, I feel like maybe I'm getting off topic, but I feel like maybe this is why 2023 has been like my favorite year yet because the first like four months in California, it was raining nonstop, which if you know me, if you followed me for a long time, you know that I absolutely love the rain, which is such a great, like, of course I would live in California where it usually never rains, but or this year, it has been raining, like, non-stop, and I adore the rain. I try to dance in the rain as much as I can. I take walks in the rain. Like, I love the rain. That's when I feel the most connected to the universe is when I'm in the rain, and I'm so off topic, but I actually want to tell you guys this. I'm going to tell you guys why I love the rain so much, and it starts with when I lived in Florida. I was very, very unhappy with my life. Um, I wasn't happy with where I was living. I wasn't happy with where I was wanting to go in my life. I felt like there was a very big barrier to where I was wanting to go and where I was. So I was just struggling mentally, really badly living in Florida. And every time it rained, I would go to my backyard and sit in the rain while it was like pouring and like Florida rain is not normal. Like, Florida rain is, like, the rain gods are mad at you. Like, it is pouring rain. So, (laughs) I'm just, I would just sit in this pouring rain. And it was the first time that, like, my mind felt silent. Everything felt quiet. And I would out loud speak to the universe. And I would say, this is what I want. This is how I'm going to work for it. Like, I was, that was very, the first time I really connected with my spirituality because I was talking to the universe and I was saying these things that I was like this is gonna happen for me I was manifesting it and I remember one of those things was I am gonna move to California no matter what it takes I will move to California and then I did so like that is why I love the rain so much because it just makes me feel more connected to the universe but anyways that was a very long tangent but June gloom is about the overcast rainy days But also mentally, June gloom can be when our feelings are very unhappy or when we have very low energy and there's an energy shift because in the spring, it's sunny and it's happy and the sun is actually an energy giver, which we'll get into that in a little bit, but the sun makes you happy and it makes you have energy and then For like the entire month of June, it's just gloomy and it's overcast and you get very like unhappy and it's like a mental decline almost and it's a shift in energy from this very bright sunshiny days to these very gloomy days and I know a lot of people are affected by the way that um, the days are, like sunny days are happy and 
um, gloomy days. They're not. Like, I get that. That's a very human thing to go through. But I wanted to deep dive into that and really talk about ways that we can help ourselves feel better, have a conversation with our anxiety, and talk about mental health in this episode because that is very, very important to me. But we're going to get into energy givers and energy takers. So as I said before, the sun is an energy giver. Whenever it's bright outside and it makes you happy and full of light, I think that sun is one of the biggest energy givers. And an energy taker is when you hide from the sun all day, when you don't ground yourself. Because I think another energy giver is when you go outside to put your feet on grass and or go to the beach, put your feet in sand, like that is a sure way of grounding yourself to this life. And an energy taker is having negative energy in your life. When you surround yourself, whether it's negative people, whether you're very unhappy in your job or your living situation, when you have that surrounding you, it's it's so easy to slip into unhappiness and have those energy takers just be flooded in your life and just have no energy because they took it all. So I want to remind you that you can create the life that you desire and if you're unhappy in your job, start looking for a new one. Even if you have to struggle for a little bit, if it means the bettering of your mental health, then you absolutely have to do it. And the same with if you are unhappy in your living situation, then try to find a new place to live. And I know that's really hard and I know it's going to be a struggle, but take it from me, a girl who moved out to California with basically no money and no financial support other than my own. I got a job. I started paying rent. I rented a room and like, I'm, I did it. It was hard. It was scary. I had to hustle really hard, but I did it and I'm proud of myself. And I think that you can do it too. If you just have the knowledge that you are capable of it. So just be mindful of the things that give you energy and the things that take energy away from you and try to gravitate towards things that give you energy because at the end of the day, you could hold on to something for so long, but if it's taking your energy and not giving any positive energy back, then you are going to be drained and you are going to get burnt out. And that is something that I don't want you to struggle with. And if you can bypass it, just bypass it. Work hard in your life to focus on good energy and not negative energy. Moving on from that, I wanted to talk about productivity with mental health. Um, I don't know if many of you know, but I do struggle with anxiety as well as social anxiety. So sometimes it's really hard for me to stay productive and stay in routines whilst I'm in a bout of anxiety um, because I do get in these like... I guess I call them seasons, like these like week long anxiety inducing like feelings. And when I'm there, I'm there for quite a while. It's never just like a a day. I am a passionate person. So the downside to that is I focus on everything for a very long time, which means when I'm going through something, I focus on it a lot. So when I go through these anxiety seasons, I really sit with it and I really struggle with it. And it's hard to be productive while you are in this season. However, I 
was talking to my sister about it because um, she struggles with anxiety as well. And I was telling her how I deal with it. And she was like, you have to put it on the podcast because that's really, really good. And for me personally, I personify my anxiety, which means I think of my anxiety as like a little ball of fur. Like, do you guys remember like the Furbies? I think of it as that or like, what what was it on Club Penguin? On Club Penguin, it was Puffles. You know those little cute like furry puffles? I think of my anxiety as that. And I don't know why, but my anxiety is yellow. And it's just a yellow ball of fur. And whenever I'm going through this season of anxiety, I imagine like it's there. And I sit with it, talk to it, I listen to it. All mentally, of course. I'm not like talking out loud to nothing. But I like envision my anxiety and I listen to it. Why am I anxious? Why... What started the anxiety? What was the thought that started the anxiety? And I talk back to it. How can we resolve this anxiety? Is it something I need to communicate in order to not be anxious? Is it something that is just within myself that I have to come to terms with and try to understand and work through? Or is it something that that is out of my control that I need to learn to let go? So you sit with it, you listen to it, and then you let it go. You say thank you and goodbye to your anxiety. I think anxiety is, it's hard when you struggle with it, but it's also a gift because the bad days make the good days that much sweeter. I know that it's scary to have anxiety and I struggle with it a lot, but I also try to be gentle with myself because it's not something I can control and It's not something that I have to fight myself for and have even more anxiety about when I'm like going through these seasons of anxiety. So working through productivity with mental health is understanding that you have to be gentle with yourself. I know when you go in these states of depression and anxiety, it gets really, really hard to be gentle with yourself and to lead with love when you're thinking of yourself and I know if you're listening to this podcast you give love to other people and you guys are all so kind you all have kindness in your heart and you give it to others so much so why aren't you giving it to yourself so whenever you're going through this June gloom of this sadness and this season of unhappiness I want you to remind yourself that kindness goes a long way especially when you give it towards yourself. So give yourself grace during this time. Understand that it's not something wrong with you and it's absolutely something that can help you grow and become a better person. For me personally, my anxiety has taught me so much and it has taught me to listen to my intuition because I am a very good judge of character and a very good judge of situational vibes And whenever I feel like something is off, I always know the difference between anxiety and like bad energy. So I'm so grateful for my anxiety to be able to differentiate that because I used to really struggle with it, but I've grown so much as a human because my anxiety, because I was sort of forced to start doing this self-work and start journaling and working through the struggles that I was going through in order to get past these seasons of anxiety and be more perceptive to how I'm feeling. 
So whenever I feel anxiety, I feel like like I, lately I've been doing a very, very good job of, okay, why am I having these anxious thoughts? What was, like I said, what was the first thought that started it? And then working through that. Now, I understand that it's hard to stay productive when you're in these states and sometimes you just want to wallow and sit sit with your anxiety, which I completely, completely understand. And that is not something anybody can fault you for. But I think that finding productivity is, like I said, being kind and gentle with yourself, working through it, giving yourself this mental grace, and then starting with small things. Don't overwork yourself on the same scale of like finding balance. Don't absolutely like not think of your anxiety at all and like push it away and just let yourself feel these things but then try to focus on other things in order to not feel these things because feeling is just as important as getting over it and working through it so I think that starting with small things do something that makes you feel good and that that is beneficial to your life start small go outside go to a park sit down like I said, the sun is an energy giver, so sit in the sun with or lay in the grass, whatever it may be, whatever makes you feel good, do that and work through your anxiety. And then something that I think is really important to staying productive is focusing on habits that'll lead you to your dream life. If something is a habit of yours that is an unhealthy habit that you're not really happy about, that is breeding a lot of anxiety for you, and you're ready to stop that habit, in general, if it's a habit that you are ready to quit, just quit it full out. In the long run, once you like quit it, you have the knowledge that you can do it, and you will continue doing it. And it is great, um, like little mental shift once you realize that you are capable of doing it. And then you want to start focusing on habits that will lead you to your dream life. Start habit stacking positive habits. So for me personally, I talked about it in my weekly recap, but having these morning routines is such a great way for me to habit stack. And I focus on these good things. I wake up in the morning, I drink my water, I do my skincare morning routine, and then I do yoga and I stretch. And then I have these creative juices already flowing in my mind and it's not even like 9am yet. And it makes me feel so good. And when I go through these anxiety seasons, I try to do the same thing. I try to wake up at the same time and do yoga, even if I'm really like not feeling it and I'm like mentally don't have the energy for it even if my body does I try to do like really gentle stretches and just do maybe like three yoga poses and that'll always make me feel a little bit better when I'm going through these seasons and it gets my creative juices flowing and that is something that greatly helps me get out of these states and get out of this June gloom of like unhappiness and into this state of like positive reinforcement and I'm finding my way through it. So focusing on habits that'll lead you to your dream life is so important. We did talk about a dream life in I think it was episode four. So if you want to go back and listen to how to create your dream life and we talk about habits on there and like which habits are very important to creating your dream life then go back and listen to episode four it is such a good episode 
But uh, for me personally, another habit that I think is very important to me is moving my body. Not even going to the gym, but going on walks and finding time for myself. Um, for me personally, I the most growth I've ever went through mentally and into my lucky girl journey is when I was going on walks because it was pretty much the first time in my entire life that I didn't have anything distracting me. Um, I think I've said this before, but I'm the youngest of five, all raised by a single dad, so I was raised in a very chaotic household and I never really had a ton of time by myself and when I was by myself, I would either be on my phone or reading a book and I would just never have time to just sit with myself whenever I would go on these walks, I would finally be able to sit with myself. Whether I was listening to a podcast or music or not, I was having these like deep revelations of where I was in life. I was unhappy. I want to change that. I was going through these like complete mental shift of how am I going to change my life for the better. And that is when the lucky girl journey began. And it is when I started feeling the luckiest. I changed literally did a 360 of my mentality and I absolutely shifted it from feeling down on her luck and thinking like the world is against me to realizing that the universe is for me and the gifts that the universe has given to me is the greatest gifts ever. My passion is one, my drive and my vision is another, my kindness is another and all these gifts are key ingredients to a successful life and if I didn't go on these walks and I didn't have that energy giver, I would have never had this podcast and I would have never had the life I have now. I would not have the friends or the job or anything that I have now. So I am a very, very big supporter of the Lucky Girl Walks. So if you want to go on a Lucky Girl Walk and listen to these podcasts, it is going to change your life. It is going to make you so happy. Make sure that you are thinking of yourself, you are prioritizing your mental health and working through the things that you struggle with and wanting to better yourself and, you know, finding this grace and kindness in yourself for your life because I think that's so important and that is why habits are so important because now I have this habit of if I am going through something, I sit with myself, I don't go on my phone, I just have this time for myself to work through it and that is a habit I didn't always have. So I'm very grateful that I have adapted this habit and I'm using it to stay productive when I'm going through these mental seasons. I also want to tell you to listen to your body and rest. You don't have to be go, go, go all the time. And if anybody tells you that you have to always be on in order to be successful, then that is a lie because as we've always said, as we've talked about in the last episode, life is a balance and when you think of it as a scale, you think of it as like a judicial scale and when you are go, go, go all the time, you're not giving yourself that time to rest. So now the scale is tipping and you feel weighed down. But when you balance yourself you go to the gym four times a week and then you rest for three or whatever feels right to you. And not even like in a gym workout sense, just in a life sense. When you feel like you need a break, take a break. You don't have to be on all the time for anyone. If you want to say no to plans, say no to plans. I feel like something for me personally as a content creator, and I know a lot of content creators can justify this and validate my feelings, but it's really easy to turn your life into 
your content and to make it not your life anymore. And that sounds really weird, but what I'm meaning is vlogging specifically and TikTok, you start doing things for the camera instead of using the camera to see the things that you're doing. So when you are starting to curate this life that is only on social media, it be it can become draining and it absolutely can lead to burnout if you don't find the balance of rest days and not picking up the camera and having these days for yourself, not needing to be on all the time. If you go somewhere pretty, not having to record it. For me personally, there's this beach town in California called Laguna, which I don't know if I've talked about this before, but it's definitely a lucky girl obsession of mine. But every time I was there, when I first started vlogging, I would vlog when I was there to the point where I was almost expecting to vlog when I was there. So I wasn't focusing on just having me days and just being by myself. So I've gone to Laguna a couple times after that, like after I've had this realization that why am I giving too much energy into this vlog every time I go somewhere and I'm not even doing this reset that I am wanting whenever I go down there. When I stopped doing that and I started focusing on myself and doing these resets, it lit a fire in me and a passion to continue vlogging and to continue creating content because while I was there without a camera in my hand, I was writing down podcast episodes and vlog ideas, TikTok ideas, and it was just so beneficial to be by myself and not be working. So for that, that was a very... It's it's very restful when I do that. Which, of course, like I have the biggest passion of content creating. And all this to say, I do work hard to create the content that I think is something I'm proud of. And I'm not saying that I only like life when I'm not creating content. Because that's not true at all. Like I love vlogging. And I love creating content. And I love sharing my life with you guys. But at the same time, sometimes you do need rest and sometimes you do need to take personal days and that is okay because content creation is a job. So if you think of it as like an office nine to five, they still have those two days a week where they have rest days. So make sure that you're taking it too. Don't let it overwhelm you to the point of burnout because that is going to end up being a bigger struggle, especially in content creation when you go through burnout because you're not going to want to do anything for months and in a sense you're gonna want to just stop and it's gonna take a while for you to find that again so remember to not get to burnout and like I said like I've been saying this entire episode give yourself grace in this time I also want to talk about reevaluating your energy I talked about this a little bit when we were talking about energy givers and takers but when you are reevaluating the energy that is in your life it is so integral to reevaluate your own energy as well as the energy that's surrounding you. So as I said, friends, situations, jobs, your living situation, like whatever it may be, whatever is making you immensely unhappy has to go. It just has to go. And I'll tell you a story of that. For me personally, the last place I lived in, I had five roommates and it was a very, very unhappy situation for me. Um, my roommates were very kind to me and it was just not a great living situation to begin with. But for me personally, something I struggled with a lot when I first moved to California and within like a year, two years of living here, I struggled with 
being scared that I wouldn't be financially stable enough to live in California. So I was so scared to move out of that place and find somewhere there where I would have to pay more rent because I was thinking that I wasn't going to be able to do it. And I was putting this limiting belief on my life and the universe heard it and the universe was like no like that is not what your life is about you can absolutely do anything in your life but living in that situation I was so unhappy and I was going through June gloom like the entire year and I was struggling so hard and then I finally realized like I don't have to keep this energy in my life I can find something new and if I have to struggle for it, I have to struggle for it. And then I moved into the place I am now and my roommates are so kind and we're all very respectful of each other, which like I didn't have in the last place. So it's honestly just shows you that when you reevaluate your energy and you figure out where this energy is going, where is it, where it's being taken, you see where where you need change in your life and Changing that honestly made it so great. And now, like I said, I'm living somewhere that I love that's beautiful in a place that's very good and right by where I work. So it's definitely a great experience to reevaluate your your energy. It's something you have to work on and it's something that's going to be hard because you have to look at every single aspect in your life. Try to figure out what's making you unhappy. And I think as humans, we struggle a lot with knowing we're unhappy, but not figure out the root of the problem and just trying to find something to distract us when we're unhappy. And if this episode is saying anything, it is saying to sit with your feelings and figure out why you're feeling what you're feeling. But reevaluating your energy is the first step to understanding what you're feeling. I also want to say that... It is so important when you're going through these seasons of unhappiness to learn your value. The things you struggle with are not the sum of who you are. And I talked about this about my anxiety, but when you're going through these seasons, it's really easy to get in your head and just say like, this is my life. Like I am so unhappy with where I am in my life. This is my life. And as I was saying, we won't try to understand what we are feeling. We just know it's what we're feeling. So when you learn your value that you are not the sum of this anxiety or this depression and this unhappiness, you are the sum of your good days. You are the sum of when you smile at people, when you're kind to people, when you're kind to yourself, when you do things that are going to be beneficial to your life. That is who you are and that is where your value lies because In the end, your bad days are not even going to be remembered. When you're 60 years old, you're going to look back on your life and you're going to see this entirety of your life. You're going to see this growth in your early 20s and you're going to remember all the good days. The days when you found yourself and the days when you reevaluated your energy and shifted it into something better and you're going to recognize that this value has been there the whole time. So I just want to remind you that you are the luckiest girl in the entire world. You have the best energy and the most powerful energy. So always remember that you are valued in this life and you have such strong energy and you can create absolutely anything you want in this life. I want you to remember that same with the scales going back to balance When you're putting things in the wrong basket and you're putting things into the unhappy side and 
you are staying with these energy takers and you're not willing to fight and work for positive things you are going to be weighing down and your scale is going to be tipping so remember to focus on the positive sometimes you have to sit with the negative and work through it don't sit with it and let it overcome you i remember in a journal a couple i think it was like a year ago i wrote about my anxiety hold on let me find it okay so i wrote this journal prompt of january of last year and this was probably the most unhappy I've ever been in my life. Like I was struggling with life a lot. And I have this, I call it the lucky girl agenda book. And I always write to my months and I say like, dear January. And I talk about how the month was just so I can have a recap on my life, which I do want to get into that in another episode about these lucky girl agendas. But this is what I wrote about my anxiety in January. I said, Dear January, you are filled with so many moments and emotions that made my days feel valuable. I started this month off stressed. I was scared of the change that was happening in my life. The fear of failing was there. It was all there. Making home in my brain, charring the walls, trashing the furniture, making it unlivable. I wallowed in it. Then I had an epiphany. Why am I worried about things I can't control? And that changed everything. I gave everything to the universe. Whatever will happen will happen. That's what I started living by. And I think that honestly, that was such a testament to June gloom and working through this June gloom because talking about like this, these charred walls and trashing the furniture and making your brain unlivable it was something I struggled with a lot and it was something I was so scared of and I wallowed in it and I would let this anxiety eat at me and live in my brain and honestly make it unlivable I was so unhappy and then I had this mental shift and the walls were wiped clean the furniture was put back in its place and the sun came out and it was shining and when you focus on the positive and realize that nothing bad lasts forever, you realize that positivity is all around you and you can make it and you can find it. So that is the end of this episode. I think that everything happens for a reason and when we go through these seasons of struggles, it is for a reason and it is to show us that our good days greatly outweigh our bad days. I want to remind you that after June gloom, comes July sunshine and you are so capable of creating this dream life for yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and being a part of the Lucky Girl family. I love the community we're building and I'm so excited for how far this podcast is going to go. Please leave us a review and let us know what you're thinking of the podcast. Share this podcast with your friends. Create this community of lucky girls with me. I love you so much. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and always stay lucky. Bye!